Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. For a few days, we're discussing some important biblical terms concerning salvation, not just for a head knowledge or understanding, but for a heart of joy, for God's amazing plan. Many of these terms overlap a bit, but we're going to take them individually. Today's word is redemption. Now, this is one of those words we sing about, unlike propitiation that we had yesterday. I don't think anyone's made up a song about that one. But what does it mean to be redeemed? Several Greek words are used with this concept of redemption. Sometimes it's translated redeemed and other times bought or purchased. One way or the other, a price had to be paid. And that's what Jesus came to do. He paid that price, death, to free us from the dominion of the Mosaic law and from sin. Galatians 3.13 says he redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. He came to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. So Jesus redeemed us from the law, and from the bondage of sin. The picture is like a slave market. He found us as a slave to sin and bought us in order to set us free. He purchased us to remove us from further sale. There's a finality to it. And the price was high, his death. But his love for us caused him to give his all. One of the Greek words for redeem has the connotation of buying something for a specific use, for sacred use. So Jesus became a man to buy us who were slaves to sin through his death on the cross. He took our sin and paid the price that he did not deserve to fulfill the requirements of the law to pay for our freedom. But he didn't pay that exorbitant price just to free us and let us make a mess of our lives. If he did that, We just get right back in the same predicament as before. He freed us for his purposes, for his use, for sacred use, not for our own desires. Therefore, we are accountable to him as to how we use that freedom and forgiveness. As 1 Corinthians 6.20 says, For you are bought, redeemed with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The Lord has bought you. He loved you so much that he paid the price of his own blood to redeem you. How are you joyfully glorifying him in everything you do? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.